goddamn. <laughs> TJ got wild cocks running out his block. What up, everybody? Y'all, this is the man. We running on CPT. Y'all know what it is. Stars five. What's up, first lady? Hey, everyone. A shout out to everyone in this glorious Women's Day uh, month. Uh, shout out to the starting five that we're all here. We couldn't agree on something, but that's okay because we all have different great opinions. But well, we couldn't agree on a number of things. <laughs> we couldn't agree on a number of things. <laughs> but shout Fine out. On but shout out, that's why, you know, that's why I love this group. We have different opinions, and it's great. It's great that we can share them. Yeah, we'll explain that in a second, because we're just going to go straight into today's topic, because it deserves an entire show for this, for sure, for sure. JP, what's good with you? What's going on, everybody? That was short and sweet. TJ, what up, what up? <laughs> What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Oh, you know what? I almost forgot. This is me being bad. Super, super special shout out to my daughter who sold two portraits at the uh, second to last day at uh, her first commissioned um, um, show. So I'm very super proud of her. She called me the other day and said, Dad, somebody bought a picture. And I was like, word? That's awesome. And then she called me the next day and said, somebody bought another one. So I was like super excited, super proud of her. Um, I'm glad it was a success, success for her. She got to make a little coin on the side too, so it was just good, good feeling going into the weekend with Solid. So, and she's doing it last day of Black History Month, like first day of Women's History Month. So, it all coincides. Yeah, yep, that's, <laughs> that's, that's dope, and it's a it's a great feeling. Like I've I've felt it personally. Like when somebody when when I did my thing and and somebody asked to buy a picture, and I actually. I was drunk, but I almost started crying, but because I was drunk <laughs> and I was happy and I was I was surprised that somebody wanted to buy something. Like I said, right. the dope the dopest thing out of it was that somebody has a picture, one of the pictures I shot, somebody has a picture of my daughter in the UK right now. And they just passed by on the humble, like, hmm, let's check this out. That's dope. And cop the picture. So congrats to your daughter, man, because that's 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 huge and that's a small motivator to just keep her going. Like, hey, yep. one one goes out here, then another one, then the next time she does it, she does it again. It'll be right. maybe three or four, hopefully. Then right. the whole lot gets, you know, it's a great yeah. motivator to, to to get everything uh everything sold yeah. and stuff like that, man. So but yeah, man, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, definitely a good thing. Definitely a good thing. Well, no need to go further into how our weekends was going. Let's just dive right into the topic. So, this being Women's History Month, to kick off, came with a tough idea. And this motherfucker was hard. As Katara mm. just mentioned, that we had our own opinions. We had our own ideals. JP... If y'all seen the message thread that we had, JP was just on some like, I am standing on this hill and I am not moving for nobody. I'm not moving for nobody. <laughs> and then I was just being the guy, but that was like, not trying to be the antagonizer, but I was like, but here's this fact. Here's this fact. And he was like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Nose up in the air, bad. Guitar That's right. 
Yeah, Katara seen how bad it was. She was just like, you know what? I'm just going to stay out of this. I'm going to go with whatever <laughs> y'all got. <laughs> and then we had to kick TJ like um, five hours later. Do you want to join us? And he was like, oh, okay, yeah, I made it. We both had, we, I mean, yeah, you brought some points to me. We both had great, great points and stuff. But you know me, I ride for who I ride for, bruh. Yeah, I mean, facts aside, because you remember, <laughs> I mean, we're no longer in Trump's candidate's presidency no more. So facts do matter. Facts do matter. <laughs> facts they do matter. But we was dropping facts. We kept dropping facts on each other. And every time JP mentioned, yeah, but she did this. Yeah, but she did that. I'm like, yes, she did. But, here you go. <laughs> but here's another receipt. Yeah. Here's another receipt. And some more receipts. So the point of this was we were trying to build a consensus. Majority vote, majority rule, top five women's athletes. Mm. The problem with this here, and again, I'm giving y'all the inside baseball on this, is we stopped at number two. That's how hard this was to put together. We stopped at number two. Because I came to a consensus with JP, if we were keeping this as a unified list, but we couldn't get past number two as a team. So I just said, fuck it. You know what? Y'all can have do your top fives because I know y'all made top fives. I put together a three, but mine ain't, I'm not even going to let it go. I'm going to let my partners, all my partners here, they're going to display their top fives and in the comments, I want you guys to decide either whose was best or you develop your own top fives. Same thing for when this goes out in podcast format. Send us a message. Hit up the starfivepodcast.com. Go to the contact us and let us know what yours is. Maybe we'll read it on the next show. Um, or you can email us, us email us at the starfivepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of our top fives and all-time women athletes. And um, because it's only right, Women's History Month, I'm going to start with the first lady. This is how we're going to do this. We're all, everybody's going to take a chance and mention who they got. We're going to go from five to one. You're going to put down, you're going to, so we're going to start with number five. Everybody's going to get a chance and explain why they are in a number five spot. Please give us facts and information as much as possible. We'll start from number five. And then if we got some more time, then we'll give some honorable mentions who missed their top fives. Katara, it's on you. Okay, so my five is Althea Gibson. She is, I believe she's the first. You're not going to give all five, though. What? We're going to go We're going to go from each one. We're going to go five. Everybody's going to go four. Everybody's going to go. You're right. not going to read your whole top five. Oh, no, yeah. I was just, I was saying who Althea Gibson was. Uh, okay, all good. Okay, so that, yeah, that's it. Five is Althea Gibson. Uh, she was the first black uh, woman uh, tennis player who did, well, well, she did what? I think she did 11th wins. Um, and that was a first because. Uh, 11 she, grand slam wins? Yes, yes. Okay. See, I was reading too fast. But yeah, so obviously that was the first black woman who made it that far. Now, let me explain. She was, she came, like I said to my co-host here, she led the way for Serena and of course her sister. 
she led the way for others as well. She opened the door. She was not, she, at the time she was great, but obviously she wasn't the best, but without her, there wouldn't have been Serena. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I get I get that. that like not, not quoting accolades or numbers aside, you're giving her that those respects because she was the first amongst black women. Not the first amongst women in general, but the first amongst black women. Yes. Okay. Cool, cool. Because this, again, but again, I'm sure these lists are heavily dominated by black women because, you know, black folks, we run everything. Just keeping it plain and funky. But this is for women across the board. And with that being said, JP, who's your number five? I am going to go with Florence Griffith Joyner at number five. Um, we're in the year 2021. 1988, she still has the world records for the 100 meters and the 200 meters, which may never be broken. I'm going to say it again, which may never be broken. Nobody's come close to the 1049. Nobody's really come close to the 2134. We've had some great, great, great women sprinters. Um, to put it in perspective of 1049, 1049 will win a lot of young men's 100 meters titles across the United States of America. 1049, you're running as a young, as a high schooler, even a college runner, you're getting, or going into college, you're really fast. And you're also going to get a D1 scholarship to a major school running 1049, to put that in perspective. Um, also, she was NCAA champion, 400 meters, silver medalist, 1984 Olympics, 200 meters. And also won a silver at the 1987 World Championships. She won silver, but 1988 was her dominant year. Um, one, definitely the GOAT women, woman sprinter ever. You got to say that with the world record she has. I know there's been others, Evelyn Ashford, Shirley Ann, Fraser Price. Um, um, I know I'm Skitori, but I mean, um, was, oh, man, Gwen Torrance. Gail Devers, it's been a whole lot of great ones, but this world record still standing 33 years later. So we got to go with the late, great Florence Griffith Joyner at number five. They had the most dominant Olympics ever from a woman. Yeah. Yes. Great one. Great one. Great. Definitely a good pick, man. We uh, I just, uh, there was some, we had some contention in there with her when we were talking on the side trying yes. to build our jointed list because yeah, very heated contention and, too yeah, oh, yeah. But, well but it wasn't just with flojo it was a lot of others we'll get to I'll, I'll bring those up as we go along but the flojo aspect the one thing that i was hanging my my thoughts on was you mentioned jp but she had one outstanding track year which was the world record year and i was corrected gotta give a shout to jj Jonathan, John, he told me she's had some, she had some very good years. And, and I looked at it and I, I remember too, I just had to remember, she did have some very good years. She was one of the world's elite sprinters. But that yeah, one magical year in 88 was, was out, was out of this world. Mm -hmm. TJ, it's on you. Who is your number five? My number five, and now I'm looking at her accomplishments, maybe I should have bumped her up a little bit, is Diana Taurasi. She mm. is... I'm calling her the Michael Jordan of the WNBA. Let me just read down this list for you because this list is bananas, okay? 
Mm-hmm. She is a three-time WNBA champion, two-time finals MVP, won the MVP in 09, nine-time All-Star, 10-time women all-first NBA, WNBA team, four-time second WNBA second team, considered to one of the top 15 players of all time, won Rookie of the Year, five-time scoring champion, a current leader, assist leader. She's won the Female Athlete of the Year for basketball, USA Basketball, four times, six-time EuroLeague champion, seven-time National League champion. She's conquering basketball on every continent right now. You know, Turkish League champion, Turkish Cup winner, three NCAA champions, uh, most uh, valuable player in the NCAA tournament in 2003 and 2004. I mean, Naismith Award winner, Women's uh, National Player of the Year in college, AP College Player of the Year. She's got one, two, three, four gold medals, five, uh, four, three gold medal world championship and a bronze. I mean, bananas, bananas. And she's still playing. Yeah. And she's still playing. So it's going to be very hard to catch up to her accomplishments, no doubt. But she is a beast. Right. Now the behind the scenes on this one. <laughs> I wanted personally... I wanted to put her at number four on this list because the laundry list of accolades that this woman has compiled, y'all should know by now if you listen to us in past years. And JP, even when we did this list of greatest basketball players ever, I don't. I, I think we might have omitted her from the list because I had Maya Moore as possibly the best ever and the most winningest and all of that stuff combined. Right, but. She trumps Maya Moore's stats. She smashed in, in them. T- T- Tarasi in definitely, a- definitely top five all time. There is no doubt. I, I, and you know what? When we get to when we get to the WNBA stuff, because I got a I got a, a a women's basketball player at number four. I would put it that way. But I I would if I could, I would go over my top five and some honorable mentions on that on that list. But yeah, well, I, we're I, not I, we're not doing we're not doing a separate women's top five no 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 we're not i'm saying i'm I'm gonna add that into what we're talking about and why i picked the person that 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 i picked for number four that's what i'm saying right which i was going to mention her but i'm going to save that for when it comes back around to you at number four because now i think i know where you're going Mm -hmm. and she was the main point of contention between why diana tarazi belonged and unfortunately this woman belonged in the Missed our top five slash honorable honorable mention. This was one of those flags you was planting in the ground. But <laughs> before we get there, Katara, it's on you yeah. with number four. Okay, number four. Um, I have um, Jackie joining Kersey, which John reminded me um, when she, you know, her name, you know, we're all in grade school hearing about the Olympics and all the great things she did. And I'll just read it so I can have more. Um, she won three gold medals, one silver and two bronze Olympic medals in th- those two events at the different uh, Olympic Games, the high jump. She won those uh, Sports Illustrated for Women magazine voted joining the greatest female athlete of all time. So. She is definitely w- great. She did well. And she also was a pioneer, as just like um, I mentioned with the last one, she led the way. She kept our, she along with my number four, well, I'll mention later, K- 
kept our interest in track and field back in the day when we were younger. True indeed. I know we're going to run through a lot more stats on her because Jackie Joyner, (laughs) when I give the behind the scenes on her and that argument, We'll 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 uh, we'll go we'll we'll save that. But TJ, I'm gonna run to you with number four because we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go a little further into JP's pick at, at right. number four. So my four was Katara's five, which was Flojo, and you know three time gold winner at the 87, 87 Olympics in Seoul. Uh, she won uh, world championship the year before, and she got gold in that as well. Um, I mean the woman was a pioneer like phenomenal she had the nails you know she had her own style and she walked her own beat like nobody was going to tell her what to do you know and she she took full command she was she had a little intimidating presence amongst her when she walked on she gave you that look you know what i'm saying right before she got into the blocks like she was a very serious woman and and um truly a, a gifted one of the best like female track stars we've ever had in the past like 25 30 years so i mean i definitely appreciated her when she was um when she was here she bore sexy she bore sexiness sexiness to sports easily yeah. she bore sexiness easily. To, to 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 sports right and then not and 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 let's let's clarify that too it's like not in a sexist Kind of way, right? Exactly. Not no, in a, no. Not in a very high class. Fashion. Very high class. Right, right. It wasn't like a in a in a objectifying kind of way. It Mm-mm. was, it was a pay attention to us. And yes, women can do their own thing. Can be themselves. Let me add to that. Let me add to that, JP, because Channel Seven up here, ABC was just showing like when there's no sports going on. You know how they'll show those like very like classic like from the 70s and 80s like tv show things like Mm -hmm. interview shows and stuff like that and there was one that did like the greatest athletes one jane kennedy goes on that list also as an interviewer oh she's fine i love jane kennedy bro (laughs) i think we all not even gonna hide it when i was younger man i was she was a crush jeez Jesus, you know, you know, like <laughs> most said in Miss Fat Booty, she looked like Jane Kennedy. <laughs> what did you say, Katara? No, I said I have later on in this, uh, probably in future shows, I'll mention my crushes since we're we're, we're yeah, talking. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's, that's Katara, that's and, and that's all good. Let's remember those two are men of a certain age, so yeah, they see <laughs> they see her in their prime. <laughs> but but to move on JP number 4 number 4 I am going with in my opinion the greatest women's basketball player ever which is Cheryl Miller in my opinion um she actually took the women's game to new heights when she was playing um let me go over some 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 stats over here with with uh with y'all she won Olympic gold medal, 1984 Olympics with the USA team, 1983 Pan American Games, gold medalist, the Goodwill Games, 1986, gold medalist. That's when women's basketball in America was taking off because at that point, the best team was like Russia. And then I remember Russia had a seven foot two girl, that woman that played with them and stuff. They won the 86 Goodwills Games. That team took women's basketball, I think, to the next to another level. Um, also, I mean, just the things she did. I mean, 
I heard of Cheryl Miller when she was actually in high school in 82. You know, I was a basketball, real basketball junkie back then, had all the magazines and stuff. She scored 105 points in a high school game. Um, also, when she played at USC, it was much, it was must-watch TV when she played there with, with the games that they played. I mean, I, I, I became into women's, so I started watching women's basketball. It was because of Cheryl Miller. You know, her and um, Cynthia Cooper was on that team. The McGee sister, JaVale McGee's mother, the McGee sisters, they were on that team. Um, and Reggie Miller, you know, her brother's a Hall of Famer. He even said himself he wasn't better than his sister. You know, his, his sister, man, Cheryl Miller, was, was the reason why the WNBA is what it is today. And she was the pioneer, in my opinion, of women's basketball. There was no WNBA back when she played, because if there was a WNBA, she would have been the face of the way Michael Jordan is of, of, I say, the last 30, 40 years, 30, 35 years. Michael Jordan's been the face. She'd have been the face of, she is the face of women's basketball, but would have been the face of the WNBA. So my number four pick is Cheryl Miller, in my opinion, the greatest women's player ever. And, and, and let me just say this as well. Definitely got her, Tarasi, um, man, Maya Moore could be on that list. Cynthia Cooper definitely should be on that list of top five. You got Cheryl Swoops, Lisa Leslie. They, they, were, they were all, all, all great players, all great players. But my pick with Cheryl Miller, man. She was, in, in her day, gosh, man, she took women's basketball to a whole other level. Right. And this is the major, this was the major, major dispute that we was, one of two major disputes that we were having when right. it came to adding. That's why we added the post in the group with shout out to the homie Hollis. He thought that we was hampering people by just picking from these two, three people, three women actually, because I put up the stats of Maya Moore, I put up the stats of Cheryl Miller, and I put up the stats of Diana Taurasi. And I said, off of these stats, who would you go with as the best women's basketball player ever? A lot of what JP just mentioned, in my opinion, it unfortunately goes with the line of the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And, 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 and I say it like that because, yes, we always say when it comes to sports, you play who was in front of you, right or wrong. Yeah, we do. You play who was in front Indeed. of you, right? So, right. Indeed. So that's why, like, when people try to have the men's conversation of the top fives and all of that stuff, everybody immediately goes to Jordan, but then discredits Will, discredits Bill Russell, discredits Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who to mm -hmm. me, I would say he is the greatest basketball player ever because of the amount of work that he's put in, especially accolades. Understandable. And all that stuff. But you still play who's in front of you. And you That's still got to deal with, you still deal with the situations that are in front of you. So was it, yeah, we can look at it as it wasn't fair to Cheryl Miller that there was a women's pro league, but it wasn't what the WNBA is today. Okay. And, and, put it opposite to Diana Taurasi, she did what she did in front of where she can compete and still was this at much the above. At the top, above. Yeah. Right. Where that's where me personally, I was arguing the difference. I was arguing the difference in of that. Because also, too, more women's leagues are out now than there was then. 
which means either because, that better competition as well. Well, yeah, because and then also too, uh, there were some it, great women players in the eighties. Now there were some it, great ones. You are right. You are right. But it's the same thing as when you think the men's game. There were great players in the eighties and nineties too, but the speed of this game is way faster than what it was then. But then there's a different side that the eighties game that today's game doesn't have to where you can make these arguments. And I was going to say with like a person or with a woman like Tarasi, she was able to go overseas and play basketball all year round. Now there's a different, there's a different conversation within that because that goes along the lines of the inequities between the pay gap when it comes to women in America and American sports versus what you could get overseas. They do that overseas to be able to continue to make a livable wage off of the game that they love. Something that they, you can, I mean, a WNBA salary is livable, but it's not pro athlete standard of American salaries. You could kind of say, because there's still people who you you can't just go out there and get a hundred thousand dollar a year job, but yeah. as a WNBA player, you could get a hundred and fifty at least. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I wanted so I wanted to say also as well with Cheryl Miller too, she was the first woman to dunk in an organized basketball game as well. We got to remember cool. that too. And so her her athleticism was off the chain, and really the women's game is more based off fundamentals. To what the men's game is. Absolutely. You put Cheryl Miller in the WNBA right now today with what she did back then, she'd be unstoppable because she couldn't mm-hmm. dunk a basketball. And another thing is, too, Cheryl Miller had everything. Mid-range game, could shoot the ball from, from deep. She was six foot two. She had a handle. She could do it all. She would be great in any era you put her in. Right, but that, that also goes with the... What the hell? That also kind of goes with that shoulda, coulda conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we could, we could, it's like how we talk about LeBron. All right. I'll say it like that. LeBron is a guy who he's head and shoulders above most in the league right now. But if you put a person of his stature, his build, his game, the way it is now and bring it to every kind of era backwards. Oh, he'd be great. Of course he would fit. But it just, to me, in certain respects, the opposite effect of taking somebody from back then and trying to bring them to now, as long as Cheryl Miller had the same uh, 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 amenities and stuff to have trained, and then I totally agree with you. But if we were just taking her from that game then and inserting her now, she would be able to get off. I think she would still be a top 10 player in the league. But even in the women's game, the skill sets, the speed, certain things here and there that do trump a lot of other players from her era. But we still can't discount what she did then. So this was just a little bit of an expansion of what we were talking about in the inbox where we were a little more violent towards each other. But, <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> but uh, back, to, back to the first lady, we're going to hit number three. Three, I had, and I'm correcting TJ, that is three, uh, is my number three, it's Flojo. Um, mm. Flojo is my number three, and because... Right. She had Percy at five. Yeah, Gibson, I had five. No, so, I have, uh, Gibson, yes. Yeah, sure. G- yeah, Gibson, I had five. Um, but yeah, Flo- I did Flojo, and, and both TJ and John had some great descriptions, and building on that, 
and I think I said this during Black History Month, she, not only her record is still there, her record has not been beat. For, I, you know, she didn't, you know, uh, go, going back to you guys' arguments where it's like, like, you know, she only had this, but her record hasn't been beat, period. That's why I have put her at number three, number one. Number two, along with what John and TJ said, she started not with that. She started with the nails and her um, and her gear, her, her clothes, her uh, running. I don't know what to call it. The one leg, the one leg outfit she had. Yeah, the one leg outfit. Yes, that that started up. Okay. So she not only she she kept the record till this day, she already she she um she influenced going back to our uh going back to our um, black history with influence, she influences nails and she influenced uh, style. So, and then obviously she's a pioneer because we're dominant, we're still dominating track and field to this day. I think I'll be tagging John in some track and field stuff, you know, just random track and field stuff. I'm probably thinking Anytime. some weird, but yeah. <laughs> but that's be partly because of her and of course Jack and John and others, but partly because of her, she made that stand and she kept it for others they like i was saying before she led the way so that is and that is the end of our my quote unquote they led the way top five or you know what i mean (laughs) no i totally i totally i totally got you because when we first discussed this and you dropped your list i was like okay i got where you were going but but when we were trying to build this list to be a unified like this is the star fives list a lot of your list in certain ways got knocked down, not because of just anything, but it was getting knocked down because of, okay, we got to look past the influence and what they did. Mm-hmm. But we totally respect your list because in some respects, yeah, you want to make sure you're paying and giving respect due to those who started it and, and those who put the platform in place for others to take off from and grow. So that's always cool. But we always got to remember somebody and and records, as they say, records are made to be broken. But Flojo's is still not broken. Yeah. So great pick. JP is back to you. Number three, I am going with Simone Arian Biles at number three. Um, 2016 Olympics. Especially when it came to gymnastics, might as well be named the Simone Biles Olympics. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. Um, she has a combined total of 30 Olympic um Olympic and World Championship medals, which is the um third most ever. And also she's the most decorated American gymnast ever. She also has the wor- most world medals ever as well, and uh from world championships ever as well. Um Amazing talent. And the thing about it is she has more to win. So she's going to smash that record, which is the record is 33. She was, she's, and if they have, they have the Olympics this year, she's probably going to smash that this year. And didn't she do something on a, um, did she do some type of a balance beam act or something that nobody ever did to try to ban her from using it at the Olympics? Yep. Or That's yep. that. Well, I don't know if it was the balance beam, but I believe it was, wasn't it the floor? It was the flip that she did on the floor exercise that yeah, they called like the a quadruple flip or yeah. some shit like that. It and was crazy. That, that we talked about that several for the past like three or four shows, it seems like they they um 
the move they named after her called The Biles is because she is still the only American woman to do that. I believe she's still the only woman in gymna- gymnastics history to score a perfect on yeah. to score a perfect score on a floor routine also. But yeah, but that move, the Biles, it 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 caused them to go so crazy that they're going to dock her points or not give her full credit if she does that move. That's crazy. Because because other people can't do it. Well, guess what? If other people can't do it, that's that's, that's like what we call the participation trophy we to give to everybody. Exactly. Guess what? Nah. Exactly. Uh-uh. Does that at the Olympics and nobody else does it? Guess what? She's the only one that can actually do that. And um, man, when they I mean, can't keep can... pace. They change the tune. They change they it every. Keep... They change the rules. But guess what? When they can't keep dominant. pace, they change the tune, bro. Yep. But guess what? It still doesn't stop us from being dominant. And um, exactly. Simone Biles, man, I mean, man, I mean, you know, what more can you say? And, you know, she it's that's my number three athlete on my list. Now, Dominic. she, when we, when we got to the stalemate, she was one of those that had, that, that put some contention between us also. Because oh, yeah. as you, as we mentioned dominance, and, and I'll give a little more of a descriptor later, in comparison, when we mentioned dominance, TJ mentioned, yo, she like pretty much swept the all arounds, right? Yeah. Which she almost did. Yeah. The all around, the all arounds was four. She four missed events. one event. Yeah. She, she missed she one made. event with, with a bronze. Yeah. With, with a bronze. 27 of her medals are gold out of the, 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 the number that she, uh, that JP mentioned. That's crazy. And again, Youth is on her side, so yep. she she's still got a lot more ki- ass kicking. She might got two more Olympics left in her. Yeah, she's got at least one more. One, one more is enough for her to really smash. Yeah, yeah, one more. That, that ceiling is going to be very high. One yeah, more, and that right, ceiling is right. going to be very high. Yeah, definitely. Well, TJ, number three. My, my three was, uh, I think, uh, Katara's five, Althea Gibson. Like she said, pioneer the sport. So I was running through a stat. She won 56 national titles. All right. She won four grand. She won grand slams all in the same year in singles. She won four grand slams in doubles. And then she won another four grand slams in mixed doubles. She won 12 grand slams combined with singles, doubles, and mixed doubles. And it was all within a two year period. And most of those grand slams were all in the same year. That is insane. Now you're saying Grand Slam tournament, or she won the Grand Slam. She won the Grand Slam four times. Yes, four four times Aussie, U.S., French, and Wimbledon. Yes, yes, crazy, crazy, crazy. You, you, you're that is in such a zone. I can't even. I don't even know what kind of zone that is. That's bananas right there to do that kind of. And tennis is not an easy sport. You know, I I thought tennis was easy until I tried to play tennis, and I felt after that, I was like, yo, I'm not built for tennis. <laughs> I, I am not know. built for tennis. That's a real right. serious sport. But um, yeah, like she said, she paved the way for the Serena's. Uh, uh, the uh, um, what's the Asian chick's name? Um, Naomi Osaka, the black, the black woman. Yeah, the other black chick. Yeah. Um, just, just she paved the way for all of them, and um, um, there's no, you know. 
somebody has to carry the torch and light the way. And she definitely did that. Yeah, true indeed, true indeed. But, but as I said, players and numbers and stats are always meant to be broken eventually. And somebody did. But Katara, who's your number two? Okay, my number two, and it can arguably be number one, uh, is Biles, Simone Biles, who we were just talking about. And along with what you guys said about Biles, I'm going to, I helped when she was, you know, getting big or already big, I helped my son do a report on her for school. And I'm just going to talk about what she, just real quick, what she overcame. Um, She moved out of you know somewhere to her like I think her coach is home or a, or someone that's close to her coach and lived there you know her family was states away and did that okay and so she trained there okay then dealing with that dealing I, I think some her father got in trouble I'm not going to get into it because I don't know and I don't care you know so dealing with the rumors and all that she came and she conquered U.S. gymnastics at the Olympics, not just U.S. gymnastics at the Olympics, dealing with all that foolishness. And, you know, the press loves to pick on black women. So let's call it a spade a spade. So I I loved how not only she accomplished, she conquered and and just smashed it. And and what I wanted to say is uh, what I wanted to say is um, that that gymnastics is really not U.S. dominated when it comes to Olympics. It's like Russian uh Romania and guys correct me if I'm wrong I don't want to <laughs> you know in some other countries but she along with some other people don't get me wrong there's some great gymnasts and and one of them's going to be on my honorable mention they took it back they well they they made it their own there's no you know you cannot right, right now you cannot talk about Olympic gymnasts and not bring Biles into the conversation right. They, well, they bought whole, swag. They bought swag to the Olympics. Yes. Right. And yes. that that whole that whole 2016 team was just beyond dominant. Like yeah. this is this is the US comeback that JP wanted to see in track and field that I used to always throw in his face that it ain't gonna happen no time soon. Guess what? And it did happen in 2019 at the Worlds when they came back and dominated everything. So they beat Jamaica the Olympics. Man, they died. They smoked every Jamaica. Who? Man, <laughs> no, no. The Jamaican women are doing good, but as far as the men go, who, who Jamaican who? Oh, so after Usain Bolt retired, they, they don't have a team now. Is Man, this thing is going. I mean, they got some. Ow. They got some. Jamaica will always be in the mix for something, but I don't see nobody coming up anytime soon. Wow. wow. And so I was gonna also. Bolt. I was also go gonna throw in there that this was the U.S. that. A bunch of friends of mine wanted to see the U.S. soccer team come back and be that they'll never be also. But I digress. Never. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, but no, I wanted to throw one fact in for you, Katara, when it came to you mentioned Biles and um, having to move out to go train and things like that. Um, one of those things that 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 happens all the time in in U.S. gymnastics specifically is. Every woman who wants to make the team, generally every woman, and I think men's too, they all ride their bikes. <laughs> no, no. TJ got the Rough Riders going through his neighborhood. Big up. Always. <laughs> always. But no, but what I wanted to get to was, was that 
the Carolis, Bella Caroli, and I forgot his, uh, I think his wife's name is Marta. They have a camp and they have a place that they all go to because they run the, the gymnast. I believe they still run the U.S. gymnastics team. So every, every gymnast always goes and stays and lives with them for months. Always. Now, I know, I know Simone's story. They actually made a documentary about it where, yeah, I think she did go live with somebody else elsewhere before going to there. But I just wanted to let you know, just so you know, for future reference, that all gymnasts kind of move on and move and live with the Carolis for the most part to, to further their, their game. TJ, I'll go to you with number two now. My two, we already spoke about it like 900 times already. Simone Biles. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. No, no, need, no need to go further. We'll run the JP. Oh, yeah. My number two is Serena Williams. Um, what more could you say? Dominance. Um, she has won 23 Grand Slam single, singles titles, the most by any player to open error, and the second most of all time behind Margaret Court, who had 24. Um, whether she'll catch that, tie it, it's to be determined. Um, man, she's been right number world, number one in the world on eight separate occasions between 2002 and 2017. She first became the number one player in the world in 2002. Um, on her six occasions, she held the ranking of 186 consecutive weeks, tying the record set by, by Steffi Graf. In total, she has been number one for 319 weeks, which is behind Steffi Graf and Martina Navratilova. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know. What more, what can you say about Serena? I mean, she took tennis to a whole nother level. We all watched tennis because when Serena came on, we all watched her. Um, right. And well, we, we were, we all watched her. We all watched. Let, let, let's keep it real. When it came to tennis, we all watched because Venus shot out the cannon first. Right. But right. then at, when Serena started to really grow and develop, and once she started beating Venus, that's when she took over the mantle of, yo, it's my time. When right. she started beating her sister was when we, 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 we all was locked in. And then watching her grow up and develop and just beating and just beating the hell out of everybody after that. And you know, mm -hmm. you gotta you gotta give her father credit, Mr. Richard Williams, for developing her and Venus, who I mean, man, I mean he's I mean Venus is definitely one of the top ten tennis players of all time as well. You know, and mm -hmm. to have two daughters as being at the at the highest of the high and two of the all-time greats. And this man had no I, I, if I'm not mistaken. He never played tennis in his life, but developed his daughters into being two of the best ever. And shout out to not, um, Yep. Did not play out. tennis. He did not play tennis. Right. And he, he barely knew the game. Barely and, knew but, the game. But but taught himself the game and taught him in the hard courts of Com and, and on the hard courts and, and, and all the parks in Compton, California, and all that. You know, fighting all the stigmas of being black children playing a air quotes white sport. And All a rich that sport stuff. at that, and being from Compton, and playing a rich sport at that as well. Yes, yes. You know? Big and, up, big up and you, Mr. Williams. De definitely. And his daughters, man. I mean, what more can okay. you say? They they took tennis, especially Sarita, who, who I mentioned is number two. They took tennis 
to a whole other level. They actually brought the hip hop aspect into it with Tedis because you actually see hip hop artists attended um, their matches like Drake and Common and all of them. Nobody was going. Nobody hip hop was worried about. We all were worried about Tedis before them. I mean, we we watched. You might have seen it on TV. Like, yeah, hey, okay, whatever. Well, but when they came, they they took it to the next level where it brought. Actually, let's be let's be, be clear with it. Black people to Tedis to actually start they, watching us in droves. Well, the hip hop aspect of Tennis was quote unquote because she was dating Common. True. <laughs> she True, was dating saying, Common. <laughs> True. But I, I feel what you're saying. I've, yeah. I know I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, you know, so it, it you know, she put a cult our culture that we grew up in, our culture into tennis and stuff. And, then, and you remember before tennis used to be at the library, it was like, shh. But when she started winning, started hitting stuff, you remember, yeah, yeah, and just cheering <laughs> and stuff. Nobody was mm-hmm. doing that before they, before we came in there. So, yeah, she, yeah. she took tennis to a whole other level, man. But also, and, and, and then also, too, just on the, not saying that gang culture, well, gang culture is a, is a small derivative of hip-hop, but she made it official when she seawalked after yes. winning that championship. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, that was so I mean, dope. That was know, so dope. It, it, it wasn't it, the best seawalk, but it, she did that shit. She and you know, that. and you know, people, you know, some white folks said so that especially it's probably some of the older ones, they probably were having Fred Sanford heart attack, like, oh my mm-hmm. god, what is going on with our score? <laughs> no, this can't be and, happening. Exactly. This is true. That's most definitely true. But now. We are all at our number ones. First lady, as I've been, I'll start with you. Yeah, um, I guess there's an echo in the room. My number one, of course, <laughs> is Serena. Um, along with what John said, uh, she, she, she did change the course of tennis. Uh, you know, uh, she, I think she won a championship when she was pregnant. She didn't, I don't think she knew she was pregnant at the yep. time. She, wo- she, she won Wimbledon. She won Wimbledon. While pregnant. While she was pregnant. And that it just, I mean, she is amazing. She is amazing. Um, And not only that, I want to touch on the aspect where she fight, you know, she fights for what she believes in when she was having her daughter. uh, And and this is a problem with black women in versus the hospital. They didn't want to give her that CT. Had they not gave her that CT, they would not have found what was wrong with her and she could have bled out. She could have died. This is why we, it is important for us because, you know, when you're doing tennis or any sport, you're not expecting uh, uh, to fight for something else that, that well, you know, you want to, obviously, but you're not expecting something like that to come up. And now that she did, um, and then other people brought that situation up, it, it, it's it's changing things. It's changing things. It's causing people to look at certain situations. Um, uh, because of that, she had a new style out, and she gave props to Flojo for it too, just so she can, because um, of her her medical problem. It's not a problem. The condition she has to wear a certain suit. Now that's a new style. Okay. Right. So right. She's done a lot, not, you know, uh, purposely and unpurposely, you know, uh, obviously she wouldn't have, you know, no one wants to have that problem, but whatever, but she, she carved it into herself. Um, and she's still in, in, and what you see with all those that I announced and, and what, and all those, all of our top five, she still has to fight for this day. This is the problem that we're seeing. 
Um, and, and I don't want to get into a rabbit hole about that, but all of these women, and I, I chose, well, partly I chose five black women because they're great. Not only did they do great, they're still fighting just racism at the same time as they're being great, you know? So that's why I chose who I chose. Um, right. My time. Well, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of what Serena is quote unquote fighting right now is more along the lines of people being invested in who the hell she chose to marry, which I is, is to me is totally ignorant. Right. Okay. She married a white guy. Were you going to marry her? Women, men, whatever. It, were you, did you even have a shot at dating her? Right. No. Exactly. So why the, why the fuck does that matter to you? Right. And, and I have to say it just like that. Why the fuck does that matter to you? And, and, you right. know, I want to say this about Serena, about Serena as well, since we're on that topic. She's never forgotten who she is, neither. Exactly. She's, right. she's been very right. outspoken on issues involving black people and even in, in tennis and stuff, the racism in tennis and stuff that she goes through and others go through. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you marry. I mean, for me, I love my people. So not so I'm going to stick with my people. But you 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 marry who you marry. If the person's good for you, that's on you and, and what you want right. to do. I, I mean, you know, what I'm right. saying I don't I can care less. I can understand why. Some black people want to think that way because of what we've endured and what we've been through and stuff. But at the end of the day, you got to make yourself happy at the end of the day, because if not, love you, make who you, love, man. you make yourself miserable at the end of the day. Yeah. And if yeah. The person, if you have, if you click with the individual or the person or whatever, then that's, that's you and what you go through and, and who, who you want to be with and who you want to marry at the end of the day. It's simple as that. Hey, you love who you love. It doesn't matter love, what anybody's uh, opinion is. Yeah. Okay, I think Dan froze. So yeah, he, let's he go. Did froze. Well, my number one is um, the same as yours, Katara uh, Serena. Um, the only thing I like to add, because we all know her accolades, her fashion. Like when she came out with that cat suit, that black cat suit, yo, that was bananas. And to bring a whole culture to a sport, it's like black people didn't watch golf until Tiger Woods came on the scene. We didn't watch women's tennis like that until Serena came on the scene. So, I mean, that's that's huge. That's huge. Plus all the endorsements she's gotten. I mean, you see her face plastered on, on a lot of endorsements for commercials all outside of tennis. So, I mean, I, she's phenomenal. That's why I had her at my number one. I mean, if y'all knew the behind the scenes between one and two, what we were going back and forth about. And stats, I, I, I noticed and I stats froze, stuff. but... I'll, I'll get into that after JP goes. Because I thank you for rolling into your number one, too, while I froze. Because I was saying something, but I I, I I lost connection. So my bad, y'all. It's all good. It's all good. good. But yeah, like I said before JP goes, like Serena really put the game on tilt and brought a whole different aspect to the game that hadn't been seen before. Well, I'll say it anyway. Because I was mentioning JP, like, you know from our personal conversations in the past, how many times did I come back to you and talk about, yo, people had shit to say that had nothing to do with me nor my almost 20-year relationship with my wife. And people thought away, thought I was, you know, I was being perceived in funny different ways because of who I was married to. 
like TJ mentioned, it's a love who you love, correct? Yeah, it, it, exactly. As long as you ain't doing no Herschel Walker type stuff, you good. Yes, you <laughs> never, never. And, 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 no, no, I'm just saying, I'm just, that goes for anybody. As long as you ain't doing yeah. no Herschel Walker type of shit, like yeah. that there, you, you good. Love you love. At you the good. You love who you love, but don't forget about yeah. your people as well. And, and, oh. and, and Herschel Walker, golly, man, with Clarence <laughs> Thomas and them clowns, goodness oh, gracious. Uh, let's not but go to JP. <laughs> but yeah, I was going to say, but it's, it's, it's also even better, though, when Again, I'm with a Puerto Rican woman who ag- understands Puerto Rico's African roots. African and understands roots. the roots. Yes. So, so you know, I ain't got no else to say about that. But I and we all and we all and, and, the, and look, and look situation. And let's and let's be honest here, real quick. Puerto Ricans, Black people, whatever Latinos, we all live in the same neighborhood. Most for the most part, I can't speak on what goes on in the West Coast with the Mexicans and 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 and. Black folks, I know there's some, some tension there sometimes between Mexicans and Blacks, but for the most part, here on the East Coast, especially we look at high populations of Philadelphia, Camden, New Jersey, New York City, Newark, stuff like that there, the Black and Latinos get along very well in, in, in a lot of and, aspects. Of course, there's some, and, there's some tension. There's some tensions there, of course, sometimes, but for the most JP, part, we see each other as one. Also, JP, the other thing that people hate to mention that I always remind folks, hip hop, the culture itself, was started by Black and Latinos in the Bronx. No doubt. Yep. Latinos yep. definitely has a, has a, has a, has a, has a, is definitely influential with hip hop. You got to say that but because that even, got nothing even, to do with Serena. That got right. nothing to do with right. Serena. Right. We know, we know, but that we got nothing to do with Serena. Right. <laughs> that got nothing to do with Serena because the conversation at the time was people really had a lot of shit to say just because she married a white guy. Yes. And it, it all just ended on, as TJ mentioned, you love who you love and that's it. It don't. It shouldn't fucking matter to somebody on the outside who wasn't going to give you a shot anyway. Right. Plain and simple. <laughs> right, right, right. But, but the time has come to fully break down this argument after JP lays out his number one. I number one woman's athlete of all times is Jackie Joyner Kersey, period. The reason why I say that, she over four Olympics, she was she was dominant to very good. Matter of fact, we're gonna say dominant, period. She won three gold medals, one silver and two bronze medals over the four different Olympics. Um, she still has the world record in the heptathlon, which is which is 33 years old. 72,000 points. 7,200 points. Seven thousand. Yeah, no, I said seventy two hundred. Oh, you I said, said seventy two thousand. Yes. Yeah, I'm an idiot. My bad. I meant seventy two hundred points. Um, not only that, there she was also voted by Sports Illustrated the greatest women's athlete of all time, as well in two in the year two thousand. Um, just some of the things to, to, to go over as well. She also was a basketball player. At, U- at UCLA, she scored over 1,100 points there with her basketball. She, she, I'm, let me tell you how great of an athlete she was. Not only did she break the world record at the 88 Olympics with the 7,291 points, five days later, she won her second gold medal to launch up an Olympic record at the time of 24, three, 24 feet, three and a quarters inches. Um, Geez, she was also the first American woman to, to earn a gold medal in a long jump 
as well as the first American woman to earn a gold medal in the heptathlon. And to, to give people that are not familiar with track and field, the heptathlon is a whole bunch of events, 100 hurdles, high jump, 1,500 meters running, 800 meters, the long jumps included, all that's included in the heptathlon. And for her to do that over time, it's just amazing. And um, the, I mean, you know, we could go over her track and field accomplishments at 34 years old, she won the bronze medal in, in, the, um, in the long jump at 34, I mean, which is amazing. And to give you, to give, and she also returned to track and field in 1980, 1988, 1998, and won her chapel line at the 1988 Goodwill Games, scoring 6,502 points. So she took two years off of track, returned to win the Goodwill Games against the in the world she also participated in olympic trials where she placed where she qualified for the long jump and she placed six at 21 feet 10 and three quarters inches which by then she was what 38 years old which is amazing now mind you back to her basketball days she took she played that's up she played basketball was in 1984 for ucla she took 12 years off she signed on to play for the Richmond Rage of the American Basketball League, which was the predecessor to the WNBA. Um, she appeared in only 17 games, and she scored no more than 15 points in any game, period. But the fact is, this woman took 12 years off and played basketball at a high level in the ABL, which has some of the best basketball players from the United States and the world in that league, which is amazing. So she was good at two sports. And that's the reason why I put I picked Jackie Jordan Kersey at number one. Not to mention, she also was a world-class 100 meter hurdle hurdles as well. She was world class in that. Personal best, 12.5, which would get her into Olympics. I mean, which would get her to Olympic finals and stuff. So she she was just a great, great, great athlete. And based off that right there and what she did over her career that lasted until she was 38 years old, that's why I pick her as the greatest women's athlete of all times, period. So not just athlete, but athlete. Athlete <laughs> of all times, period. Well, and now to get into what, what the, the, the beefs were, was it was, it was because, yes, she is one of the greatest ever in athletics period um but why why we was had why we had the arguments that we had is this is where it turned to a matter of dominance and and we we when i mentioned before with simone biles and winning the all-arounds simone biles wins three out of the four in the all-arounds on top of other goals and other events the heptathlon, though she set a world record, she only won four of the three. So playing the law of averages, Simone Biles' average looks just a little bit higher. Where JP eventually backed me down and got me to back down was I just kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it, kept thinking, thinking, thinking. And I was like, you know what? If we were building this unified list, I am not mad at putting at putting uh, Kersey at number one just because she played multiple sports. And when you want to look at it 
thinking the law averages differently. You completed you competed in seven different disciplines for the heptathlon. Seven. And you have to somewhat come close to master level for the most part in seven different disciplines. You know, now when you if you ever watch Olympic sports and things like that, you kind of see that I like she lost the shot put. She I, I don't even think she placed third in the shot put in that one. But a lot of people who are heptathletes and stuff like that aren't the best shot putters. But to still be able to compete at an Olympic level with that sport alone. And, and I'm speaking specifically to that because I how well I know it. I'm teaching my daughter right now, current to this day. She's starting in junior high school. So it's difficult. It's difficult to do. And though she wasn't the greatest, she she wasn't the greatest basketball player ever. No. JP was making the argument of, yeah, but she played against this kind of talent. That, fine, when she's seen the court. But the factor of she made it in another professional league, there's some little underlying factors that you could kind of put into that as I'm thinking about now. Part of, the, of her being added into that league, you can just simply say, well, She's Jackie Joyner Kirsten, and she used to play basketball. You can simply say that. But to still be able to put up 15 points a game, I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. Even if you rode the bench, you're still able to put, you know, some of the best bench players in the NBA don't put up 15 points a game and a six-man of the year. Well, she scored 15 points in a game. That was her highest. She oh. didn't average 15 a game. Uh, but still, but so still, the fact is that she scored. Track. Yeah, but the fact <laughs> so, is that she... So the fact that she scored. She made that's... a team. <laughs> so, and the, the fact is that she made a team in another sport was amazing. But let me let me also what a backtrack on about, about, about the track and field stuff. It doesn't matter where she placed that in a tapalon with certain events. She dominated the heptathlon because 33 years later, nobody has come close to getting her world record in the heptathlon. I mean, we, we almost but that's, we, all right. But let me let me pause you on that because again, dominating. Okay, it's again when you look at and you can't how many. Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say what Simone Biles does, great at what she does. You can't compare the two sports. What Jackie Jordan does. Jackie Jordan Kersey does, excuse me, great at what she does. You can't compare the two sports. We were. I, I, just, I just know that for you to go out there, and you know, a lot of times people say that the athlete, the, the person with the heptathlon, they're the world's greatest athlete because of the different events they have to do over, over a two, three day period two or two day period, whatever, how many days they do it. People say they're the world's greatest athletes because they do so many events. And for her to come back five days later and do the long jump and win the long jump, and she has to do some jumping, qualifying rounds, semifinals, finals and stuff like that there. That is amazing. JP, let me say this. Was there ever a move called the Jackie Joyner Kersey? It doesn't no. matter whether it's a move called that or not. The fact yes, is that the, the woman sat up there. Okay, Jackie Jordan Kershaw revolutionized the sport no, too. 
that no one else can do. And guess what? Jackie Jordan Kersey got it a world change. record that's been going on for 33 years that nobody has even broken yet. We're talking okay, about over right. three right, decades. But they didn't change me... the rules for her. They didn't change the rules for her either. It doesn't right. matter. And she was dominant no, in two sports. Hold on. Hold on. Let me hold on. Because this is part of where the argument lied <laughs> in, 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 in what we was doing. Because these, these things were factors that we were trying to argue out. And I, I, I personally would say it does matter that Simone Biles literally changed the game. We just talked about it, how, one, she named the move after, that they named the move after her that nobody has ever completed. Right. Two, Jackie Jordan Kersey, you can say it, it's uh, dominance and having a world record, in my opinion, are two different things. Why I would, and this is what I was arguing in when we were talking about this, was if, if we wanted to say she dominated the heptathlon, then she would have, then she would have won five or six of the she seven events. She didn't have to, though. She had the uh, world records that, points. That's what JP, we go by. We don't go by event, I, by event, by event. We go by JP, points. you're right. That's setting the record. But if you want to, again, when, when you're talking dominate... It's impossible to win every event in that. Uh, let me speak. When we talk domination, when you think domination, you think nobody beats you in any of the individual events. Nobody has beat... She's dominated the That's record impossible book. No, no, no. It's impossible. I, I, JP, you're talking to a person who understands that. But... You, she's dominated, quote unquote, the record book. But there are people who can say, okay, she beat me in this, but she didn't beat me in that. That's not dominance. That makes no sense. That's not dominance. That makes no sense. How does that make no sense? Because you're running, jumping, throwing, doing all that stuff over a period right. of time. It's not just right. one day you're doing this. You got to do this day after day after day with the, with the tapeline. That's the thing about it. That's right. why they say sometimes they are the right. world's greatest athletes sometimes in track and field with what they do. Because it's not just but one day of doing this. Even if it was one right. day, that's accomplishment. John, Nobody's arguing John, that, JP. Nobody. Nobody's arguing that. That's the point in the argument that we had that you're missing. We're not arguing the length of time or the amount of events. You mentioned the word dominance. And again, the word dominance applies to her stranglehold on the world record. Anybody it sets a does, world record is dominant as far as I'm concerned. Anybody that they dominate it's a, their sport. It's a dominant world record. But when you break down the sports individually, because the heptathlon is one overall event of seven sports, you break down the seven sports, she lost three out of the four in that world record. It doesn't matter. So You're not going to win every event in the heptathlon. That's inhumanly impossible. No, but he's saying if you did, that would be but domination. We're not doing what, what is semantics. Or what, no, but, we're doing with reality, which is it's impossible. But we're also, I'm, I'm dealing with the word that you chose to use. That's what we're dealing with right now. Vocabulary. <laughs> Yeah, your vocabulary. <laughs> and so I would I would say something else that she was the greatest heptathlete, of course. But dominance is 
her 30 plus year stranglehold on the world record. But still, when you go back, that person can still hang their hat on. But yeah, she didn't beat me in this. She didn't beat me in that. She got the world record all good, but she still didn't beat me in that. That's what I'm that talking about silly. as far as that Donna. sounds silly because it, guess it what? might if sound you, silly, but oh, it, it does sound it silly. I'm telling you, it, it does is. because first of all, number it, one, they can sit there and say, Well, I beat you in this, that, and the third. You ain't get nothing but a damn participation medal. You didn't get no medal. She got the gold medal. And I'm sorry, medals counts. Would you beat them? That's like saying somebody beat you in the qualifying rounds of a final. Oh, hold, oh, they beat hold, well, I beat you say both in the qualifying round. Now Guess hold what? that. That don't hold, mean that don't mean shit. You're yeah, to a point. You're right. But hold that there because you said medals count. This is when we go to the medal conversation and we tried to stack up who had more medals. And when I dropped when I dropped those stats in the message box, who had more medals out of the two? Mobiles or different or, sports or, though. Different sports, like I said. But but we what we were talking about a level of who dominated Simone Miles this many more goals than Jackie Jordan Curse. Well, but, guess like what? I said, to still wrap this my up, goal is Jackie yeah. Jordan Curse. <laughs> and my goal and, is still and, uh, and, I don't give a damn what you and, all talking about or whatever. <laughs> Simone Biles is great at what she does and everything. And she's definitely she's I mean, look, I got a top three of all time. But when I think about what Jackie Jordan Kersey did, and not only what she did, but also the other sports she played and stuff, she is the greatest female athlete, in my opinion, of all times, period. And that's okay. and that's why I was trying to fall back <laughs> to giving you props before you jump me again. <laughs> I, I was trying to give you the props because, once again, when, I, when we played the numbers game and I sat back and thought about it, I said, I said to y'all, I have no problem with her being number one for the simple fact of the amount of sports this woman competed in. Simone Biles can't say the same because there's a lot less disciplines within gymnastics. But when we're talking about a level of who dominated their sport head up, Simone Biles dominated gymnastics in a level that you can look at and say, JP, not you, because we already know we're not, I'm not, don't, don't, don't shoot at the messenger. I'm just saying, when you look at the accolades and the goals and all in and how it's stacked up, I, I said what I said, but I, I, I conceded and I was with you because of the amount of sports that this woman played in and excelled in again. She might not have placed third in the shot put that year, but to be able to be there to throw shot put at an Olympic level says tons and carries a lot of weight. It still carries a lot of weight. So I'm not mad at your number one pick. It didn't coincide with everybody else's, but this is why we had to do it this way. <laughs> I had to let y'all get y'all off because we couldn't get past two. <laughs> we couldn't get past two as a team. Katara, as she's been in and out back, you know, on the camera, that's how she backslid out this conversation. She was like, y'all got this. I'll let you. She said, I'll let y'all argue. Y'all got this. Y'all good. I'll just ride with what y'all pick. And then, yeah, like I said, we couldn't get past two. So this was hella difficult. But this was fun. This was good to break down. And 
we gave y'all the insides of how we tried to make this happen. Uh, the audience, uh, Monk has one, and we are, and we're literally discussing this about. And let me just read what he says, and I'm, I'm going to explain why I'm laughing in a minute. Um, he said, he said for uh, the greatest woman athlete ever. He said Caitlyn Jenner, and I said. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we're talking. He was a. De- he was he was a decathlete, but you know those records don't trans- those records don't transfer. Over. <laughs> oh shoot! What else? What else was said, Katara, in the comments? Because I, I couldn't read them as we were going. Well, no, we're just having a conversation about Bruce, Catlin, Jenner, and I know they're the same person, but yeah, he, but he won men's. He did not win. Men's. So uh, yeah, but that, that I think that's it. Um, um, but yeah, that's so far. That's it. But yeah, this was a good conversation. Yeah, yeah, I think we filled up enough time that we don't even have to worry about some of the misses because. To be honest with you, as I say, we'll leave some of the uh, honorable mentions at the end. JP said, nah, fuck that. I'm going to say the honorable mentions <laughs> as I'm talking. So, <laughs> but anyway, this was this was fun. This worked out. Uh, it still worked out. It still it worked good. out. But just a small lesson for y'all as teammates. This is why I wanted to try to build a consensus list. Because we meant, of all of y'all mentioned the same name several times, just in different orders. So it took away the talking points of everybody at certain different points. So take that yeah. in for next time we try to put this together. But with that being said, as she finishes her sip, First Lady, it's on you. You know what to do. All right. Well, shout out to um, everyone in the lives of messing with y'all. And um, just, <laughs> <laughs> excuse me, shout out to, again, it's Women's Month. Um, and, and, and just shout out to all the women who are making the, this month a great month. Um, I, as y'all know, I chose black women because it was a continuation of black history month. And, and it was, it was great to lead that into, um, but don't get me wrong. There is a lot of women who, uh, you know, who did a lot of great things that weren't women of color as well. So just shout out to every all the women who are still doing great things for our nation. For sure. And the, the full transparency, there's a lot of listed sports that we looked at that the top, top athletes, I mean, we, we can obviously tie a lot of historical facts within it, but a lot of sports, especially when we were talking tennis, we there was there's a, a there's a number of different women mm-hmm. from all different types of countries that still have certain numbers over Serena Williams that who knows if Serena's gonna touch because it looks like her time is is coming eventually because the Osaka's and the Coco Goffs are they 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 starting to kick her ass. <laughs> they starting to kick her ass. And JP. Oh man, first of <laughs> Ladies first, as always. Um, Sister Qatar, holding it down. You did a great job today. The mayor, as always. We, you know, we're like skipping Shannon sometimes the way we battle and stuff. So, you yeah, know. I, I, I was more Shannon today. Ah, nah. You were more like Skip on that one. You were more like Skip. You were more like him. TJ, we decided factor. Who was who today, TJ? 
Oh, no, no, we, we ain't including him in that. No, he doesn't get excited. Of course he'll, he'll say you. Of course we'll say that. <laughs> of course we'll say that. I guess so. <laughs> but, but, but nah, shout outs to you, the mayor, of course, man. You know, it was, it was a door. People know we get heated with debates and stuff sometimes, and but it's never nothing personal. We don't like you know hold grudges and be like, oh, I'm not messing with you no more now. Nah, we don't do it's that. Just business. It's, it's just bi- business. It's business. It's business. That's what it is. it's business. But shouts to you, the mayor, uh, brother TJ, of course, bringing his stuff <laughs> in today. Thank you, brother. You know, and um, you know, also shouts to the only um, shouts to Monk as well. I see him up in the comment threads, brother. I see you, and thanks. Um, for the compliments on some of the stuff you said to me as well. Also, I wanted to give up an honorable mention real quick. I wanted to give, of course, you know, we had Martina Navratilova, Steffi Graf, Diana Taurasi, great athletes. But I also wanted to thank as well the black women that should have been, I should have added, I could have easily been added on the list, especially Wyoming um, Tyus. I know I'm butchering her name. And of course, the late great Wilma Rudolph, the first woman to win three gold medals at the Olympics in 1960, pioneer, can't forget her, Allison Felix, can't forget her greatness as well. I mean, you know, gosh, I mean, you know, we could easily be the top 10 list or whatever, but I had to thank her, Miss uh, um, Miss Gibson with the tennis and stuff. Thank you for her, uh, Miss Wilma Ru- Rudolph, of course, and Thank you for what you've done and kicking in the doors as well, because you were the true pioneers, especially for our black women of getting ahead in life in, in these sports as well. True indeed, true indeed. And I, you know what, TJ, I'll take it. I'll, I'll give JP the flip side from the better show. Today he was the Stephen A, and I was the Max yes. Kellerman. I'll, I'll give <laughs> yes, you that yes, from the from the yes. better show. Yes. from the better show. Yes, uh, yes. Max. I, I not that I, see now. I wasn't saying stuff. A lot of stuff wrong. It's just Max brings in a little bit more stats. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you, you did well. Max sometimes, man. Max sometimes is like, woof, my goodness. I can see why Stephen A. <laughs> be getting a headache with him sometimes. You're not like that. But he, yeah, Max nah. is like a headache sometimes. Yeah, and you, you Stephen A. me today for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's blasphemous. <laughs> but go ahead, TJ. Um, shout out to everybody in the comments. It was very entertaining today. It was, it was a good show. I loved it. Oh, it's Again, a shout out to my daughter uh, being successful and getting two portraits bought at her first commission show. So super proud of her. Super proud of that. Um, shout out to the first lady, always bringing her insight and sliding out when she knows she's not to be needed in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm going to um, let these knuckleheads get you. <laughs> shout out to Dan. Another great show. Love coming on here and doing this every week. And I got a question for JP. Who was the tougher kid to watch as a child? Was it Jackie Joyner Kersey running around the house? Or was it Cheryl Miller in the driver whipping your ass? See that? See that? See that? I, see that? I, I let you slide today. I let you slide today, Reggie Jackson. See, but you had, you had to start on me, Reggie Jackson. But see, I let you slide today. You had to start on me. How's that Reggie Jackson bar? How was that? See? How did you hit three old runs at Yankee Stadium against the Dodgers? Oh, oh, but you know what? I wanted to add as well, y'all. At I know least you didn't give him Reggie Theus. You didn't give him Reggie Theus. <laughs> nah, I didn't give him Reggie Theus. I gave him Reggie Jackson today. <laughs> but now nah, I wanted to add one thing as well. Um, can't forget this as well. Sports history today, 50 years ago, was the first fight 
between Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier. I wanted to say that as well. Uh, rest in peace to those warriors. They put on one of the greatest fights in boxing history 50 years ago today. And um, also, just wanted to shout those brothers out, man. You mean they, they, were, also, they were wars. Also, also, as I, as I was uh, reminded by the news today. Well, first off, I'll just, well, just add, end with a breaking news that came up while we were doing the show. Blake Griffin signed with the Nets. I heard. Mm, I heard. Yeah. Nets, but, and you know, yeah. my Sixers are going to make some, make some, make some noise too, man. You know, they, we wasn't. Gonna, we, didn't talk, we didn't. I know. Oh, and, yeah. and Dan, I wanted to say one more thing too. Also, this past week, March fourth, nineteen ninety, was a sad day for basketball as well. I'm just reminding myself, uh, we lost. Um, Hank Gathers, um, yes. 31 years ago, and, man, and you know. Freeze that there, freeze that there, because the bigger one that I wanted to add that I was mentioning uh, that was uh, reminded to me by the news, today is the anniversary of Bloody Sunday also. Yes. Edmund Pettus Bridge. Yes. 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 Thank you to all those people who paved the way for us to make things better for us, who couple people died that day if I'm not mistaken and just imagine man it was just for they just wanted to be seen as human beings and be treated as human beings of what they went through John Lewis was a part of that thank you Mr. Lewis thank you to all those people who sacrificed themselves for us to, to make things better and we have to continue to carry the torch from there for them yeah, absolutely Very good, sorry <clears throat> one more thing from the comments <clears throat> Sorry. Um, Liz brought up, oh, and I probably mispronounced her name, but she brought up Mary Lou Retton and she was good. The Great. Lovely, Definitely. Yeah, she was, yeah, she, yeah. she did, I think she did once. She was, she won medal for one Olympic year, I believe. No, no, it was an Olympic year. That's, well, no, she's a, she's a multiple time like medalist, but there was one year where she like absolutely dominated. And I, I believe it was Mary. If it was Mary Lou Retton, it was she was most notably uh, uh, famous for completing her floor routine. I believe it was on a broken ankle. I believe that was Mary Mary Lou Retton who did that. So yeah, of course she definitely gets mentions in the honorable mentions, but she didn't make. She clearly didn't make none of our top fives. And that was the point of today's show, was the top fives. Hopefully y'all enjoyed it. As I mentioned, sound off in the comments on the rewatch. Um, this podcast is going to be a little while before it goes up because the ordeal that I didn't get to mention to y'all is, is I think the UPS driver stole my fucking computer because it was supposed to be mailed back to me. Um, it was said it was delivered. Never made it to my house. Never got a receipt on my door. It was mm. said it was dropped off at an access point, which is a drop-off spot for packages that need signatures that are normally in certain neighborhoods. I go to that store today. Those guys show me their record of saying, hey, we never got it. But this thing happens all the time that UPS says they delivered it to us and it doesn't make it through our doors. So because of that, there's going to be a little bit of holdup for this show to go up on the website, in the in, in our podcast feed. But if you're a member of the group, you get to watch it and play it back here. So please do that. Continue to support the group. 
please add more people. We've been sitting at 470 something for uh, a few months now. Like we've been in the 400s. We were supposed to get to 500 or, uh, uh, you know, or maybe a thousand. I think I said we'll do a contest if we hit a thousand members. So if y'all got friends that are not knuckleheads, that are that that are willing to join in the conversations, you know, spread love with the posts, things like that. Please add them in, join them in. Make sure they answer the basic questions that are in there for membership. Simple. Make sure you're following the website. Make sure you're following the Instagram. You get all of that on the website at startfivepodcast.com. And that's it. So for everybody here, this is your boy, the mayor. We say peace. peace. And in an hour and a half, I know y'all going to hear this late, but in an hour and a half, about to watch some AEW Revolution exploding barbed wire match. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Peace, y'all. Peace. Yeah.